Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And he also said, you don't light a light to put a basket over it, but you light it so it can shine. And we're told that we represent him. We even receive the Holy Spirit that when it comes upon us like the disciples, we are witnesses empowered by him for Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. So today I wanna to talk about four things that help us shine like we are supposed to for Christ. Hi, this is Robert Furrow and welcome to Hot Topics. If you're new here, consider liking, subscribing, sharing, and ringing the bell. The comment section is open below. We would love to hear from you. In the middle of the book of Philippians, Paul suddenly brings up them shining for him in the world because there's some things going on in that church that is stopping them from being effective. In chapter two, verse 14, talking to the Philippians, he says this, that they are to live without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. And then he says, among whom you shine as lights in the world. There were things going on personally that were stopping them from shining for Christ as effectively as they could. The first thing that we see is they were supposed to work out their own salvation because it was God who works in them. This is in Philippians 2 verses 12 through 13. Let me read it. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Now, this isn't saying that they can be saved without God. There's no way that they can work out their own salvation without being God involved in it. But he is saying that we have to put effort into working out our own salvation so that we will be the men and women that we are supposed to be. He goes on to say in the second part of this verse, for it is God who works in you both to will and do for his good pleasure. So we have our part in working out our salvation, but it's God that works in us. And working together, we become the men and women that we are supposed to be. And since the context of this is shining for Christ, then we know that we want to make sure we're living our lives in such a way that people around us can see Christ. And there's nothing that we would do to stop them from seeing him effectively within our lives. The second thing he says to the church of Philippi about effectively shining for Christ is that they are to do nothing without complaint and disputing. That's verse 14, the beginning. So it seems like in that church, there were those who were complaining. We know a little later on in the letter, he's going to talk about those who are fighting, those who are arguing, but we can look at this in a broader way. If we're going to shine for Christ, but we're just full of complaints as to what's going on and what our life is doing, then are we really effectively showing people Christ's love in the life that we're supposed to live? And then disputing. He had said several times in this letter that they were to be of one mind and of one accord. There are certain things that we believe and we agree on, and there are certain things we don't agree on, but if the world sees us fighting and disputing and not having a oneness in mind when it comes to the things of Christ, then that can stop our effectiveness from being able to shine for Christ in the world. And that was obviously happening in the church in Philippi. The third thing that he says to them is in verse 15, where he says that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in this world, that they would become blameless and harmless. 
making sure that the things that we are doing as Christians doesn't harm people and making sure that we are right between us and God. It doesn't mean that we don't ever do anything wrong. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1 that if we say we have no sin, that we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. So we know that the flesh battles against the spirit so that we don't do the things that we want. And if we walk in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. So we want to be blameless, meaning that we have a right relationship with God. And we want to be harmless, meaning that we aren't doing things that are harming the people around us. And this helps us in the midst of this crooked and perverse generation, which is getting worse. The closer we are getting to the end of the world, the darker the world is getting. In fact, the Bible tells us in both Daniel and Revelation that the filthy are going to become more filthy and the righteous are going to become more righteous. There's this polarization happening and we want to make sure that we keep things right with God so we can be that bright light that shines in the midst of a dark world. The fourth and final thing that he says to them about being effective and shining as lights in their world is that they are to hold fast to the word of God. Literally, that they are to receive God's word and hold fast to it. This is going to help us as well because there's richness, there is truth, there are blessings when we are obedient to the word of God. And I think there's several ways in which we ought to hold fast to God's word. Number one, that we read it regularly. We just have a regular reading schedule. I don't want to say that you have to do something that is laborious or that adds a legalism to your life, but that you are regularly sitting down and reading God's word. I like to read the Bible until it tells me something. I don't have two or three chapters that I have to read. I like to read it so that when I finally get something from it, I go ahead and mark it, put it down, and then pick it up again and read it. Now, not only should we read God's word, but we should study it. Things like this video or going to church or sitting in a Bible study are really good, but also to study things you're interested in. Is there something in the Christian world, in the biblical realm that you're interested in that you want to dive into? Then dive into those things. You'll find yourself more interested. You'll hold fast to the word of God. And by doing these four things, you will shine brightly for those that are around you. Now, there might be other things in your life that would help you to be able to shine as a light that Christ has called you to do. We know that this was the Philippian church that had certain difficulties and problems there. However, I believe that these things can help us to be the men and women we are supposed to be shining for Christ in the midst of a dark world because that's our call. That's who we're supposed to be. God could have chosen angels to shine for him, but he chose us who were in the church. What an incredible privilege. We'll see you next time on Hot Topics.